And welcome back to another episode of Reality Talk with Jackson. And today I'm chatting with beauty bosses BB and Taj from Supersized Salon on WeTV. And I'm so excited for you guys to get to know these two ladies outside of the show um, because on the show Supersized Salon, which um, just finished airing their first season on WeTV, and we're hoping and praying for a season two, but we really only got to see these two women um what it was like for them kind of working in a new salon environment um but we really didn't get to see their lives outside of the salon and also we really didn't get to know their personalities so i'm hoping this interview will kind of give you guys the opportunity to um you know learn more about them and get to know them um they're both amazing they're both super talented um salon and business owners um taj lives on the west coast actually she lives in Los Angeles, and then BB lives on the East Coast in Florida, but they came together and became besties um, during this process of filming the show Supersized Salon. And if you're not familiar with Supersized Salon, let me kind of give you the scoop because it is an amazing new show, and you definitely should go check out the first season, which is currently available on demand, and you can watch all of the episodes at once, all seven episodes. <laughs> um, and we're, like I said, we're hoping and praying for a season two. So keep your fingers crossed. <laughs> but um, the show Super Size Salon, it follows the lives of these ladies and specifically the salon owner, Jamie. Um, she is trying to open or reopen, I should say, and officially really open in a huge capacity after COVID and after a lot of personal things that she was enduring. Um, over the last few years, um, she wants to open a salon for plus size women and for people to just feel comfortable in a salon environment where they're not going to be judged because of their size or how they look or things like that. And they can just come in and relax, get pampered and feel beautiful. So it is an amazing concept and, um, you know, it really shows, it shows that process kind of coming after COVID and reopening. But, um, you know, it follows kind of the dynamic of working in a salon and all of these professionals coming together. And you'll kind of learn more during this interview about um, how BB and Taj both got on the show and kind of their relationships with the other ladies in the salon. Um, so I don't want to give that away. But um, it's definitely, it was definitely an interesting mix of people in the salon and, um, personalities definitely clashed at times. So there is a good amount of drama. Um, but like I said, I don't want to give too much away. Definitely go check out Super Sized Salon on demand if you have not already, but also listen to this interview to kind of get some more scoop and insight into, um, you know, the background of the show. But anyway, I'm so excited. Without further ado, here is my interview with Bibi and Taj from Super Sized Salon on WeTV. I hope you guys enjoy. But anyway, so uh, obviously I love the show and I love you two on it. Um, 
And I, you know, I wish the season was longer. And I know a lot of people, um, you know, feel the same way. Yeah, definitely. We all were getting us asked about season two, season two. And what's crazy that a lot of people don't know, we started off with six episodes and then they extended it and gave us a seven. So it was going to be a little shorter. <laughs> they should have extended it to like eight or 10. Maybe. I know, right? You know? Yeah. That's what we originally prepared for. Oh, That's you did? We thought uh-huh. originally. Yeah, like right after pilot, we thought we were going for like a eight to 10 episodes. Right. And then we found out it got cut to six. And then during that process, it got pushed back up to seven. That's so weird. Oh, my gosh. Um, But, yeah, I think eight to ten would be a little bit better. So we could kind of like, you know, the storylines and stuff, we could kind of like go a little bit further because it's like so short and you only get to see like, you know, a few minutes of everything. So, yeah, I I mean, I hope hopefully if there's a season two, it's a little bit longer. Right. Yes. Well, I'm curious for both of you. um, How did you both get to be a part of this? cool new show (laughs) um Taj you can start if you want um well I came on board with the show in 2019 um I got a call January 2019 about the show um I didn't know Jamie prior to the show I knew of her we followed each other on Instagram and just had like an online sistership I guess you could say we just really supported each other's brands and you know I loved her work and she loved mine as well so when I got the call, um, the guy just actually said, hey, you know, do you know Jamie Lopez? And I was like, ah, uh, and I thought about it. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, well, we're doing a reality show, you know, about her salon and she really wants you to be a part of it. In my mind, I'm thinking because I'm a celebrity hair and makeup artist, I'm thinking that they wanted to hire me to be her glam. Oh, (laughs) so I was was like, sure. Well, what's the budget? You know, what look is she going for? And the guy was like, no, I don't think you understand. We want you to be a part of the show. So that was my introduction. Um, Uh Yeah, she was a fan of my page and my work and brought me on board and they reached out and we had a few Zoom calls. And then next thing I know, I was filming a pilot. Oh my gosh. And then BB, what about you? My experience was very similar. So they had already had, um, prior to me and Taj coming on, they had already had like a pilot that had happened with um, the remainder of the girls, but there were two other girls that weren't myself or Taj. And um, I guess the feedback was that it kind of just like wasn't working out or that they wanted to see a little bit of a mix up um, with what they had going on. That was kind of like their, their feedback back from network and stuff like that. And so I was also found on Instagram by my business page for my salon BB desire glam here in Florida. And same, I did not know Jamie at all outside of just, being Instagram supporters, followers um, of each other's page and, you know, liking a few of her things and her liking mine, same kind of scenario Taj just kind of explained. And um, I think it was, it was Cole, one of the producers of the show was reaching out to me, but my story was a little different. I thought it was a spammer, like a scam person on online and I was like I don't know who this is like he was he was hitting me up on Instagram he was calling my phones he was in my emails he was on my web page um 
pin and stuff. And I was just like, oh, this is like a persistent scammer trying to like get me to click a link or open up all this stuff he's sending in talks. I was just ignoring them um, for weeks, probably like almost a month. I was just like deleting and clicking X on him because I just thought he was some scammer. I was like, I didn't apply for anything. Like, what is this? And then finally, Jamie sent me a message and was like, girl, I have this opportunity I want you to be a part of. And my, my team of people have been trying to reach out to you to speak to you. And they said they can't get no response. And I was like, oh, oh, he's legit. He's with you. So then I kind of just like wrote him back and responded and the talks just went from there. And, you know, as Taj was saying after that, you know, they pretty much already knew it wasn't about like auditioning or applying. It was just more like, are we down or do we want to be a part of it and what the next steps were from there? Right. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you said this started in 2019, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So after that, what was the process like? Because obviously it's taken a while and I know, um, yeah. So you obviously filmed a pilot and stuff. And then when, yes. when did you guys really start filming the series? Um, well, we did the pilot in June. We we think about it. We got the call early 2019, like January is when I think I got mm-hmm. my call. And then we had several talks over the course of the next couple months. We had like Zoom meetings with, you know, production company and just so they can get used to our personalities and kind of get a feel for us as individuals. And mm-hmm. then in June of 2019, they flew us to Las Vegas to film mm-hmm. the pilot. And that was about a week's turnaround. Mm-hmm. And then from June <laughs> until about, maybe how long did it take them to edit the pilot? It was right, it was right before, so it was right before COVID like initially hit when yeah, it was like they January. had found out that like the pilot kind of went well and that WeTV wanted to do the pickup like we got the green light things are gonna go and what happened was we were gearing up to have an expected date to start filming right around then and then everybody got the news about covid and and all the shutdowns and restrictions and all of that so all of that conversation got a strong pause button right Um, yeah and so Mm -hmm. then for maybe like the next year year and a half we were kind of just in limbo waiting to see if the initial green light we got was still going to be a green light. If this was something they still wanted to do. Cause you know, we heard talks about shows that were in the works and supposed to come out that had got shelved and got canned because of COVID or because of everything after COVID. So we were kind of in limbo um, just going about our, our everyday life. still just doing what we were already doing, working Taj in Cali, working in her business, styles by Taj and me in Florida working in BB Desire Glam and just kind of like, you know, we'll see what happens kind of thing. There was a lot of check-ins in between that time where we would have group conversations. We would have, you know, messaging and we would have calls um, within each other, um, production Mm -hmm. checking in, trying to do their best to keep us in the loop with like the status. But, and then I'll throw this back to Taj. I can't really remember exactly when we got the, um, I think it was about the same time though, right, Taj? Like, yeah, we, January is when, like, we, I believe we got a, we got a green light for the show. 
maybe like Christmas time. Okay. And then um, conversations started about like, you know, contracts. And we had like a couple Zoom calls about things like that. And just they were really checking to see if we were still on board. But um, once the shutdown happened, you know, like she said, that lasted about a year, year and a half. And even during that time, BB and I both being business owners, we were dealing with COVID. So we were like, I don't know about you, B, but I was like, if it happened, it happened. But I can't even think about that right now. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but once the, the talk started back, then it became like, you know, negotiating the contracts and things like that. And that went on for a few months. And then I believe we were expected to leave in like J- July to start mm-hmm. filming. And then with them just getting all the protocols and the COVID things together, getting all of us situated and all of us there, we didn't actually leave to actually start filming till like the end of October. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so, it was, it was, a, it was a lot of hurry up and wait. <laughs> right, and I know, yeah, that is how TV is, unfortunately. <laughs> um, yeah, but then, I, we always say that that portion is important because when people, right. like when you guys first tune into the show, everybody is under the impression, like you said, because the season's so short and clips are so small, I think a lot of the backstory is not fully explained and laid out for viewers. And so people believe that we are all these like good, good friends and girlfriends in business and outside of business who have known each other for years, who have been working together for years, who are, you know, and so it gives this kind of narrative that like, me and Taj are walking into a situation like, well, why are they so like frustrated? Why are they so seeming Critical. this way with who's their friend? And you have to understand prior to this, we, you know, we, we filmed together for a week. And right. then we had all of this time in between with COVID where yes, we checked in on the calls, but the relationship was, was purely business. And that's not, that's not to shade anyone or say that like we weren't growing friendships or getting to know people, but we hadn't been, we didn't know them prior. Everybody else already knew each other. They had already been friends. They already had an established relationship. Me and Taj, which is part of why we bonded so quickly and so closely is because we both came into this as like the newbies. We were the new additions Mm -hmm. um, to the team (laughs) who knew no one. We didn't even know each other. Um, Mm -hmm. We just kind of met and clicked and vibed really well. And then through that process of like Taj said, hurry up and wait and COVID and finding out what's going on, me and her really kept in contact um, from different coasts throughout that time. We would check in on each other. We would FaceTime, you know, we were, and we spent that time building our relationship authentically off camera. Mm-hmm. So when you guys meet us initially for the first time on camera, me and her have had now like a year and a half of friendship that we've built authentically off camera with each other. Mm-hmm. And so then we're coming back into a situation where we're really just meeting everybody for the first time and seeing them again after so long. And so for us, it's like some people were coming to help their friend. Some people were also coming to help their friend and to expand their business. We were coming in strictly to help someone in the industry open or reopen their business. And so it was a professional move. It was a business move. And we both had to shut down our own businesses after just being reopened from COVID right. to go do that. So our, and I say that just to, to preface that, like, 
our mentality and the way we're looking at the situation when we come in was just very different than some of the other people involved. So, Oh yeah, totally. And yes, I think, um, I know. And I was just watching looking on YouTube. There's like, it looks like there's so many like deleted, um, scenes that they had to cut. But I know in your introductions, I, I know for Taj's, she specifically said like, yeah, you guys are the newbies and, um, that you really didn't have, you had to like cling to each other because you really didn't have anyone else, obviously. No, right. <laughs> we were the new girls and that's what bonded us. You know, we mm-hmm. walked into a situation where they were already friends and they already had, a, you know, they were already pitching the show. So they were already comfortable with the, everything that was going on. And it's like, they were working to make the show happen already. So when mm-hmm. we came on, it was like, we need you for the show. Stop what you're doing and come over here with us. It was, it was just like, you know, a transitional period. And then like, like she said, we bonded over the experience of being the new girls and just identifying that we were the same type of girl in our vibe and just yeah. an authentic friendship just really evolved. And it's just, we've even through the process of getting ready for the show and like, you know, negotiating certain things, like we've kind of stuck together this whole entire process. And that's the authentic friendship that you see spill out when we are introduced on the show. Yes. And that's so nice. Um, but yes. Okay. Were you guys, um, when you obviously were going into this and I don't know if you fully knew when you were filming or if you realized when the show aired that obviously they did kind of portray it as like, you guys all knew each other. You guys were friends that you guys, they made it seem more like you guys obviously like were employees of a salon um, instead of obviously you guys have your own businesses. Um, so I think from a viewer's perspective, it was just kind of confusing and weird. And like, so were you guys frustrated to kind of see that and not really get to, you know, people obviously not knowing the full story? Absolutely. I know I was. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think, and I, and it, cause it's our introduction to you all, you know? So even though I think personally, nobody's like, we're not like personally frustrated or whatever, but it's like when you're first being introduced and now people's opinions and judgments are being based off of only what they see because they don't personally know us. They don't have a background of us. And so I think some things are taken, not saying like the one thing I always say, like me and Taj will say, is like, we can stand on anything we said or did um, because it was us and it was true and it was authentic. But I think sometimes when context is not shown in full, it can change the way you're perceived or the perception of a situation. And in a lot mm-hmm. of scenes, you guys don't get to see the beginning. The, you see the middle, you don't see the beginning and you don't get to see the end all the time. And then in a lot of scenes, you weren't given full backstory. Um, and I right. think that maybe the way certain things were perceived would have been different if the full context had kind of been rolled out and explained. And it's Absolutely. like, yeah, we, there the receptionist i would say in a situation like that isn't an employee of the salon that is a staff um member um myself taj and even ayla were are all business owners of our own companies who came to help so if anything we were consultants there um we were not staff we're not employees um, we don't work for her. We work, right. <laughs> we don't work for her. Yeah, we're part. We're partners, and our role in that salon was more of like a freelance type of position, um, where 
We still have our own businesses where we're at. We would come in and assist. Or if Taj was in Vegas seeking clients or having clients or vice versa myself, that would be the salon that we work out of. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And so that was more of the actual kind of scenario behind things. And so it's like, A lot of our concerns as well is that not only going into this, are we helping somebody, but we're also now attaching our own personal brands to this salon. So now Mm -hmm. it's not just a reflection of Jamie and Baby Doll. It's a reflection of Taj and Styles by Taj. It's a reflection of BB and BB Desire Glam. And so we need to make sure that the standard that we have set for our own salons is also something that's being replicated here because we've now attached our names and our brands onto this as well. Absolutely. And not only that, um, I think one thing that the audience was completely oblivious to, and it had to do a lot with the editing and not, like she said, given the full spectrum of everything, was Mm -hmm. that we have our own successful businesses on both coasts. Mm -hmm. Not only do we already have our own established businesses and salons, we close those to come help her with her salon. So mm-hmm. where you have the other girls walking into the scenario as her friends, you know, coming to help her get back on her feet and they're excited about her journey. We are too, but I close my business to come help you with your business. This isn't your home girl coming to help just, you know, I'm going to come stay with you and, you know, see how things go. No, we had so much more at stake being there. So mm-hmm. we walked into the scenario a little more apprehensive and a little more critical because we had more to lose. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh no, of course. Of course. Um, um, a moment that I remember, and I'm sure you guys were probably so confused is when obviously you're in the scene and Jamie brings up like that. No one like has supported her and like no one checked in on her. and Mm -hmm. stuff. So obviously, since you guys don't really know her, that like you're like it didn't make sense. What were your guys' reactions? We were so confused. We were like, huh? And I was really confused. confused. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was really confused because I had checked on her. Like, even though I didn't know her personally and know her like as a real, just authentic friend, I still was concerned and did reach out and was like completely ignored multiple times. So I was really just like, um, actually. I don't know you that well, but even me not knowing you that well, I still checked on you, boo. You just didn't answer your phone. So let's let's tell the truth here. Right. (laughs) And I was just like, like everybody could see my face in the scene. I was just like, first of all, I didn't like the way the whole the whole thing was handled. I felt like the question was kind of like a setup. It was really for me and Taj, even though Mm -hmm. Taj We weren't her her friend. Wait a minute. (laughs) We did, we did, I did check on you. So then she had to drop Taj out of it. But really it was for us. And instead of just having a private conversation with us or talking to us or pulling us to the side and saying, hey, my feelings are, you know, hurt because of X, Y, Z. And we could have just cleared it up and explained it right then and there. The whole kind of way it was set up in a circle. And it was like, oh, I'm calling you out. And I'm like, but sis, you can't call me out because first of all, we're not friends. Right. Not yet. We don't know each other. I didn't even, if it wasn't outside of like production and our meetings, I wouldn't have even had her telephone number to check up on her. My third thing is COVID was life and life was life and for a lot of us. And mm-hmm. I was on my deathbed at one point. I almost passed from COVID. My grandmother passed from COVID. My mother was sick with COVID. Um, right. 
And then my own business, I'm, life was life and for me. And I'm just thinking, I don't recall anybody checking on me either. But like Taj said, people don't have to check on you for you to have a reason to reach out and check on them. But I was just like to sit in a scenario where you're trying to like blast someone. And it's literally like the pot calling the kettle black. I think that's how the, the state. Yeah, goes. that is. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> like girl double o had been speaking to us throughout the process and she was telling us that she wasn't really responding for her and so i'm like from my understanding that's your best friend and if you're not even responding to your best friend who you out of your own mouth have shared your private life with i i just didn't feel like it was my place to even like call her about stuff that she hadn't shared with me the stuff she was going through she did not once personally tell me share with me or anything like that so for me we have only met in a business relationship i'm not calling you to check on your personal life that you are not even close enough with me where you've like outwardly shared your story with me i've heard it through third party i've heard your business through your friends but i haven't heard it from you and so i just don't feel like it's my place until somebody's ready to share those intimate parts of their life with me i'm never gonna like cross over into that boundary um and so i think i was confused and then i was pissed i was a little annoyed like i'm not gonna lie because it was i felt like it was trying to be made into a malicious thing Mm-hmm. when I honestly just felt like I was being respectful. Like you, right. you haven't entrusted that information with me. I'm not going to overstep into that boundary. I thought I'm giving somebody space until they're ready, until they know me enough where they want to share those things with me. Um, and I was just confused about why it was like being turned into something like negative and bad and malicious. And I'm like, girl, if you were feeling a way, like I'm an open book, you can just talk to me like a real person and we could have communicated. And then when we watched the show the same time you guys watched the show, so the comments about like, oh, I'm pissed, they didn't check on me. And I'm like, well, girl, we've talked for months up until this point. Where was mm-hmm. this energy? Like, why you didn't say nothing to us? Mm-hmm. Why you just didn't say like, girls, my feelings are hurt before we closed our businesses down and came over here because we could have just nipped that in the bud and addressed it and told her what it was. It wasn't bad blood. It wasn't ill intent. And it could have just been from there. So, yeah. Um, but so yeah, no. why were her feelings hurt if she didn't really know? <laughs> I mean, just that doesn't like, that doesn't like, if she, like, if you guys weren't friends, like, why would her feelings really be hurt that you guys didn't talk to her? Or didn't check in like that's, that's <laughs> that's what we're did she ever say that's what we were trying to figure out why or from what um, i understand what you guys saw is what the, happened okay yeah as like so that conversation it wasn't anything more detailed so that that's a that's a question for her i would say because we, um, we, <laughs> right. we don't know we still don't know yes. <laughs> we're still confused Yes. Um, okay. So, yeah. So there's that. And then the other crazy thing that I'm sure, um, Taj, you were probably like, what in the world? Um, you obviously, she like was making randomly, she made you the salon manager. Lord. <laughs> what were you thinking in that moment? 
honestly, I was just like, huh? I'm sitting there listening like the rest of the girls. And I'm like, oh, she's about to make an announcement. I'm just, you just see my face just attentively listening. And then she was like, yeah, when I'm not here, Taj is in charge. And I was like, well, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> huh? Right. <laughs> and what y'all don't understand is that was at the end of the day. And that was like the end of the second day. So it had been so much stuff going on and like evaluating and assessing all of the issues. And I was just already overwhelmed. Like, damn, it's not what we thought. What you guys don't understand is we were under the impression that we were walking into a salon that was ready to go. Like right. we did book mm-hmm. clients in the morning and we are good to go. That was the impression that we had coming to her salon. We didn't know that we were walking into a salon that was not ready. So, right. you know, had it been a ready salon, I would have been all for it. But I'm walking into a situation where I see so many red flags and I'm like, oh, you want to assign me as the manager of the red flags? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wasn't really feeling it. But I try to be a team sport. And I know that because this is, for me and BB, we are like the experts, so to speak, of the groups. Like, because we both have functioning salons already is why we are even there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I just was like, you know what, where I can help, I will. But if it gets to be too much, I'll just speak up. So that's, I just kind of like fell into it, but I was definitely caught off guard. Yes. To say the least. For sure. Um, and I know, I mean, I'm sure we didn't even see half of it, but I know obviously um, Jamie was dealing with a lot of her, you know, health issues and stuff during it. Um, and there were times, obviously she wasn't there. So you guys were like, you're kind of running the ship. Um, was that, um, were you frustrated at all with Jamie? I mean, obviously she's dealing with her own stuff, but that she wasn't like, there were times where she just couldn't be there. Or did you just feel like this is like a total hot mess? Like I want to get out of here. I will say it was frustrating because you guys see her there more than we saw her there. Um, And I know that sounds weird, but it was actually edited to show her being more present than she actually was. She actually wasn't there a lot. Like there were a lot, there was a lot of filming over the course of months that we were there that she just wasn't there, you know? And so it it was even more frustrating for us to actually deal with it because I can't save your salon. I can't help you save your salon if you're not here. So that was even more frustrating, especially for me, because I'm like trying to be gung ho and team player. And I'm just like, you know, BB said it like you can't you're literally fighting for your life. Right. You know, and at some point you have to prioritize what you need to do in order for things to flow. And I think the timing and just how crucial things were for her the salon did kind of fall to the back burner. And so it did make the process a lot harder for all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, BB, what about you? Do you have the same, you, I'm sure you kind of have the same kind of sentiments towards it. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I think that's a lot of that. Like I would say maybe like those first three episodes that you guys get to see, that's a lot of the sentiment and frustration that, is being expressed. You know, we, we did come into the situation and we were kind of led to believe that the salon is fully ready to go. Everything T's have been crossed and I's have been dotted and the clients are here and ready and we're just showing up to do the work. And so Mm -hmm. when we walk in, you know, I'm a more, Taj is, I say me and Taj, we, we really, <laughs> one of the reasons why we work so well is because we balance 
each other in a lot of aspects. Some of the things that are not my strengths mm-hmm. are where she, I believe, shines the most and vice mm-hmm. versa. And Absolutely. So, um, I, I am a, a very literal person. And so where others are a little more dreamy or hopeful or can like see the beauty, I literally go into like, exactly the words that are being said I'm mathing the math I'm looking at everything from a super literal point of view so some of the things that like I don't even take a a moment I don't even take a beat to just enjoy sometimes because I'm already like on to like the next thing and so Mm -hmm. in some of the scenes where everybody else is getting to appreciate the beauty of the salon I'm already like I've already scanned I'm already seeing that like wait a minute that doesn't look like the math is mathing over there. Where right. is this for what we need to do? These things are not in place. And I think, again, the big part of that, we, me and Taj always say this, but it's a big thing for us that we are, our jobs are not a side hobby. They are our livelihoods. They are how mm-hmm. we provide for not just ourselves, but our families. And so to close that down, to come, And now this salon has to be the way that our livelihoods are dependent upon what we need to take care of Mm -hmm. and coming into a place and things not being what you were told they were. It's not as you're expected. And then I'm across the coast. I'm on the other side of the country, no friends, no family out here. And I'm in my head, I'm freaking out. And then on top of that, you're not here. And I'm like, I done left my own business that I built from out the mud from the ground up to be here. And you're not even here. Then when you are here, you're not even focused on the business. You're focused on your personal life. And for Mm -hmm. me, it was just such a frustrating time because it's like a situation where, and me and Taj also always say this, you guys saw a lot of BB and Taj in the salon and us in our work mode us in boss mode is one thing just like I'm sure anybody can understand when you go to work that's probably not like the full version of yourself and like when you're outside of work having fun with your family and your friends like Mm -hmm. two 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 different sides of you that people get to see it's the same thing here when I'm in boss mode when I'm in work mode when I'm in professional mode you're gonna get I'm a very serious person. I'm very about my business. I'm about the experience that my customers are receiving. And I'm kind of one track mind on that. So anything that doesn't kind of fit into that picture or fall in line with that for me becomes an issue Mm -hmm. outside of that. I'm a goofball. I'm funny. I just want to turn up and have a good time and just act a whole ass and just have fun and just live life. And I feel like, you guys don't get to see as much of that or as much as I would have liked, I would say, in the show, because a lot of it is showing us and what we went through in the salon sphere. And I was just like, for me, I have mastered keeping those parts of myself separate. And my personal me and my personal time is what happens when I'm not at work, when I'm not in, in the salon handling business. But in the salon handling business, I think you really need to have a separation of like church and state, as they say. And Mm -hmm. I feel like it was very difficult having like friendships, relationships, business, all kind of intertwined into one. And there were some more than others who are having a really difficult time of separating like, hey, this is not homegirls hanging out after 
work. Like we're at work. Clients are here. Um, Jamie, yes, it is, it is infuriating. It is sad. It is a whole bunch of emotions about what you're going through, but this is not the time or the place we're supposed to be focused on why we're here. Mm-hmm. Um, and for us, that's just kind of like the, the drive and the same message we keep saying, cause what people have to understand, <laughs> you go to work, you clock in, you're getting paid. You clock mm-hmm. out, you stop getting paid. It does not work like that in our business. We make right. money when we're doing clients. So if there's no clients, there's no money being made. Mm-hmm. And so that's my priority and my focus. And yeah, I would just, I have to agree with the whole sentiment. It was, it was, it was unexpected. And it, there were definitely some like frustrating times in there just trying to be like, all right, like, so like, what are we doing? And did I make the right decision? And is this right. going to work out? And there was definitely a lot of that. Right. Um, and kind of with what you guys are saying, um, and I know, I think viewers are so confused on this. Um, the paid client, like the model situation <laughs> that you guys talk about on the show, um, people are just like, what is going on? Like, what do you mean paid? Like, so it was so confusing from a viewer's perspective. So can you guys explain i think bb i think it was both of obviously your guys a situation but i know um bb you were really vocal as well and people were just people did not viewers just it did not make sense so can you explain what really happened from your guys's perspective yeah so the paid clients the infamous paid clients <clears throat> um, right <laughs> So let's start with behind the scenes before I guess we address like what you guys actually see. So behind the scenes, of course, there's things that we're we're filming a TV show, guys. So there's things that are going on. There's terminology that's being used to simply like to put it in this basic form to just differentiate between who is who. Right. Right. And so we, we can't say on the show while we're filming that like, hey, this is the um the person that's just coming in. They were casted. This is the casted mm. person or or this is the friend or the homegirl that is just coming through. Like you can't, there are certain things that you just couldn't <laughs> say. So, nice. but to clear it up, some people were taking models, models maybe that they just knew friends from themselves that were just, I would, I would say fillers, if that helps people understand, that were coming in to just have a service. They knew that there was a TV show being filmed and they were coming to be a part of it. There were okay. also models that were casted by production. They were mm. coming in because they had something that fit into the storyline of the show, or they had an amazing, impactful story that they were coming to share with us. And we were mm. trying to make a difference, whatever they were going through, by giving them an experience. They also were aware that there was a show going on and they were coming to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. There were then friends and family of some of the people who were just coming in some of the family and friends were were coming in and paying for services. Some of them were not. They were just coming in and making an appearance again on the television show. Right. Um, then part of me and Taj's negotiation and contracts prior to going because of the situation of us closing down our businesses was that while we were in Vegas in the salon, whether it's during filming or outside of filming, just whenever the salon was open and available, that we were allowed to just take clients. 
Mm, Regular clients who know nothing about a TV show. They don't know we're filming a TV show. They're literally just booking services with Taj and they're booking services with BB Desire Glam. Um, That was supposed to be kind of like us being able to still make money and survive while we were out there um, as we normally would in our own salons. So with all of that being said, the paid client statement was really just to differentiate between what kind of clients we were referring to while we were in the middle of the discussion that we were having, because Mm -hmm. everyone was not paying for their services. And some people were coming because they knew about a show. And some people, mostly our clients, did not know about the show. We had to tell them, we had to get them to sign flips and everything, they literally were just coming because they have an event this day, they need their makeup done, or because they were flying specifically in to come see Taj and just get their hair done because she's their hairdresser and she is not at her salon. So Mm -hmm. they only want her. Things of that nature. So that that was the statement as a whole. In the conversation... I will also say what what you guys don't kind of see is me and Taj were having a conversation with each other. And I think I can speak from my point of view in the conversation. My concern was we were talking about having a sip and see, which is kind of like um, where you just open the salon. um, Like a small grand opening. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like a small opening. People are coming in to see the salon for the first time and get a feel and everything like that. I was already concerned because this is after you guys see Taj walk around the salon and notice that like the chairs are not the right size. We don't even have all the furniture we need. We can't accommodate the people who were claiming that we accommodate because they can't even fit in the, in the furniture that we currently have. Um, mm-hmm. We're missing shelving. Like there's just so much that's not in place. Mm-hmm. Um, So I'm just like, well, what are we in such a rush for to do this when we don't have things set up and correct? And everybody's like, oh, we should just do it and get it done. And I'm like, no, we should make sure it's done right and that we have everything in and that we have all our stuff right. Because what you don't want to do is open up for the first time, have these women coming in here so excited about a plus size salon that caters to them. And then they walk around and be like, wait a minute, I can't fit any of the furniture in here. I said, how terrible of an experience would that be when that's your whole purpose of coming here? And then we get into promoting for it and everything. And people are trying to figure out, well, you guys don't even have clientele in here yet. I said, so who are we even having this at before if we don't even have clientele to come in here? And so other girls were kind of coming into our conversation and saying like, oh, well, I have friends and family here that said they would come through and that they could invite. And the question comes up like, well, BB, do you have clients here? And I'm like, no, I'm just getting it out the mud here. I, I changed all of my locations to Vegas. I'm promoting that I'm here now taking, but I don't just have like friends and family or girlfriends or whatever out here that can just come in and come support the salon and they're like Mm -hmm. you know the side conversation was like well we see you have lots of bookings on the books and i was like those are actual clients like they don't even know about a tv show yet they just booked me because they like my service work and for that specific day they need this specific service 
And so mm. that's kind of when you guys hear Taj coming in and she's explaining like, yeah, that's her situation as well. And mm-hmm. so asking those people to then like come in on a random day just so we can have fillers for recording, we were like, no, that's a, that's not how we, that's not the experience that we give to our clients when we're in our own shops, in our own business. And for me, and I think I can speak for Taj, that is used, that is our number one priority, our client experience. Um, that is what both of our businesses are known for. When you come to, you're going to have a one-on-one luxury custom experience with us. Mm-hmm. And so that is what... That is what the whole basis of that conversation started as. And I think the end part with the whole blow up between me and A-Love was just me feeling like since day one, since we walked in, I was like, I just feel like nothing we can say is right. Like we were being targeted with the whole like, oh, you didn't check on me. Then there Mm -hmm. was just so much other stuff that had been building up. I'm like, anytime we say something, it's a problem or it's being twisted. And I had just had enough. And mm-hmm. I was like, y'all are trying to turn this situation once again into something that it's not. I'm referring to her client as a paid client because that is what the client is. It's mm-hmm. a paying client who has not been casted for the show. Mm-hmm. And I was just confused about why everybody was kind of acting like they didn't know that we had multiple different people going on. But later in conversations with A-Love, she was confused as well because she said she wasn't aware that that is what like she kind of missed that part and she wasn't aware that that's kind of what was going on so for her from her angle she was confused that i guess why we were referring to them as paid clients but all in all i think it was just like a situation that just was small and got way blown out of proportion Right, right. And just escalated so quickly. But I also feel like it was super necessary because I was just feeling a way. And for me, it was the stand up for yourself moment and be like, listen, like, I'm not gonna, the way the energy that you guys didn't get to see and what was going on behind the scenes or parts of the show that they like deleted and removed out. I was like, listen, we're going to hear, we're going to be here for months filming. And I refuse to walk in every day going through this. Like, so that was like, I was fed up. I think a love frustration wasn't even with me. She was, she was having a rough day. She was going through some other stuff. And I was just the vessel at the moment that Mm -hmm. she took it out on. And we were able to come back at the end and kind of just, talk it through hug it out and move on like girl we don't even have a problem with each other like i'm just like i had to like put my foot down and be like y'all not about to be picking on me the whole time i'm here i'm not about to be going through this like i'm gonna stand up for myself if we gotta like and we say like sometimes in families with sisters you gotta be like listen girl do we need to fight and get it over with right (laughs) that what we need to do so we can move forward and it was just kind of one of those moments like this is what we got to do because we need to clear this up now so that we can all move forward on the same page right right but that was my that was my that was my side my perspective of the experience i'm sure taj has her own no you said it that was it yeah no that makes sense now (laughs) yeah i just think from a viewer's perspective people are just like um like paid clients like what like are like are you trying to be condescending like I think that's what people thought maybe like oh like they're just being like are you know and then it was just it's a lot so yeah 
I think it's kind of frustrating that. Um, I didn't just... understand that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> right no but it's just so like I can because I do know reality tv pretty well behind the scenes I just think that those kind of moments are just so frustrating because um I wish I just wish maybe things were a little bit different but hopefully for season two I think maybe things can be a little bit more authentic because you guys kind of yeah. yeah and you guys know know the people ladies be like you've known them for a while now so i think that's you know um I'll, i'd also like to add like i think that was the frustration just from the beginning till the end it was like right. because the audience didn't know that we weren't all friends right. and because they didn't know that me and bb closed our businesses to be there and what we had on the line to be there and why we were so serious and so critical and why it was so you know, crunch time for us because they don't know the backstory of that. Our criticisms always came off so harsh. And then like BB said, her calling us out in the beginning, why haven't you guys checked on me? And it was just painting an image of us as like the mean girl. So everybody was so tense and it was just so much like, like tension with everything that we said. So it just kind of like everything was bleeding into the next situation. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it was just, it was, it was long overdue. I'm happy that they got it out of the way and we were able to kind of stand our ground and let it be known. But I did see that it progressed towards the end of the season where people started to, it started to click for people like, oh, that's why Taj and BB were so, you know, we're so serious. It's like, okay, it's a lot of bullshit going on. You know, it's a lot of procrastinating or it's a lot of personal, like when y'all going to get to the business and then people start seeing that Taj and BB are way more business oriented. Now it makes more sense, you know? And I, I hate that it was at the end of the season that you guys saw that. But then again, I'm hopeful because now moving into the next season, you guys have a more broader scope of the actual scenario for everyone. Right, right. Um, and then, okay, so obviously a big portion of the season was really focused on Jamie and her personal life, like with DeMarco and that kind of stuff. And then you guys obviously kind of had to get brought in because it's like, you know, a big big part of the show um now okay obviously no one seemed to like him from the beginnings but since you guys really didn't know them did you just not like him or were you just kind of like did you just kind of had to get filled in on what was going on or what was the situation with that I could care less about her and her man Right. <laughs> I don't, I, I, B, me and B has so much other stuff to think about. The last thing on our minds is her personal relationship with her boyfriend. Like, I, I'm not used to even having to think about that in a work setting. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was just really bizarre. Like, why are we talking? Okay, I get girl chat, but this is an everyday reoccurring conversation where instead of talking about business, we're talking about this guy. And it was just so out of my norm that I was just like, so over it. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think I think as like as her like as in getting to know her while we were there and just hearing th- some of the things from her perspective that she had been through or were was going through with him. Mm-hmm. I think the the woman in us who have all been in that kind of place at some point of our lives, mm-hmm. I think that is where maybe like the the commonality of just like, okay, I don't really like I don't personally know him, so I can't and they say there's always more than 
one side to a story, but just, I think we also had a brief experience with him back for the pilot Okay. and just our own, like, it wasn't, it wasn't much interaction, but I think just my own kind of like observations or feel outs um, of some of the stuff. I, it, nothing wanted to like, it didn't help. Like it didn't make me want to be like a fan of Mm -hmm. him per se. Um, but again, it, it, it couldn't have been like, oh, I just hate you from personal experience. There was no personal experience with him. And I think mm-hmm. maybe that's why some of my comments come off a little more like cold and just dry. Because it's just like, I don't know him. We know one part of the story. That part of the story I can resonate with. I know how hard it is to be in that place and to get out of that place. But this is still not the place for that. Like that has to, there has to be like an off switch when we come in this door where the energy and the attention is directed to the salon and that has to stay over there. And it wasn't. And that was like, I think that was (laughs) what was kind of causing a lot of things. Now that's, that's me and Taj. See, I think the problem is for some of the other ladies they do have personal relationships with him. They were there firsthand. They saw things that even stuff we don't know about, they saw firsthand. And so they were, they were more apt to be more invested in that portion of her life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that shows on camera as like this disconnect where it kind of looks like we're just uninterested or just not. And it's kind of just like, it's not that we don't, care per se it's like but this is not the the format this is not the place for that so no when i'm in this place right here handling business no i don't care about all that outside stuff when we're on drinking girls night and we're just sharing and we're having you know house kickbacks and stuff like that then yes i care about the things Mm -hmm. that are happening in in your real life because now i feel like we're in personal time and that's the time to kind of go into those things so yeah it was definitely an adjustment for, for myself and Taj getting used to like and you guys don't even see you guys don't see half of them it, it I literally feel like every day of filming we were like sat down in some like kumbaya circle kind of having <laughs> to like Facts. talk about it, it it almost felt like therapy I was like is this a therapy session like it was lots of like crying and emotions and I'm just like one of the things one of the things that allows us to be so great in what we do is our ability to be able to make the experience with us, not about us. Mm -hmm. And it's like your clients come in and they're supposed to come in and drop all their drama and all their worries and whatever they're going through. And you have to be empty to be able to receive that from other people um, and take it and, and feed back into them with positivity and feed back into them with advice and be their therapist. And it was so, it was so hard to do when you're so heavy from everybody else's stuff in the salon that just keeps being poured out in a place where it shouldn't be. Right. Um, for sure. Um, now, okay. For the future for, um, you know, for the salon and for the show and things like that. Um, what would you guys like to see kind of done differently if there's another season um, for both of you and kind of just for the show in general? Um, Taj, what about you? Um, I think the one thing I would love to see more of is just 
how we actually are in everyday life. Like, mm-hmm. you know, not so focused on Jamie's personal relationship. Like when I'm home working, I don't have days in a salon where I have the luxury of time to sit around and, and talk about personal stuff because I'm, I'm booked and busy, you know? Right. So I would love to see a reflection of us really killing it in the industry. Like we all really do on an everyday basis. And also I would love to see us thriving. Like mm-hmm. I don't have a sob story. You know what I'm saying? I don't walk around with a chip on my shoulder. I've been a big girl my whole life and I live my life fully. I have fun. I date like, I have a great time and I'm happy and, you know, I'm, I'm on my journey, but it's a fun journey. And I, I wish that the audience was able to see more of that side of us versus like so much um, just troubleshooting, so to speak. You know, I, I can't wait for them to see the salon up and running. And then when we focus on the personal, it's not negative and he's doing this and doing that, but we're out making money and making money moves and, you know, inspiring big girls and like productive, positive, inspiring, just fun, motivating stuff. Like it could have been so much more fun and just like, you know, not so focused on stupid stuff, I guess you could say. Right. And then BB, what about you? I would agree with that for one. I think even from the response we've gotten from like our fan base, People want to see more of like us outside of work. They want to see us on the town. They want to see us on girls night and dates and doing activities and the stuff that we really every day do. So I would absolutely love to see more of that. Um, When we're in the salon, I think it should be focused more on the clients that we're taking and the work that we do. And I would love for them to spend more time on like what you guys didn't really hear so much of. I think there's like some clients you did hear like their story and their backdrop. But we met some amazing women who have made it through astronomical situations and things. And I wish the focus would be more on sharing those women's story with you all and letting you know, like, we didn't just give them a pretty makeup face or give them great glam hair, but like really get to know why they're here and what their story is, because Mm -hmm. that for me was inspiring of its own. I also would love to see more authenticity. Um, One thing I will say I loved, we weren't like scripted, like I've heard some shows can be. We were able to speak freely on our own and things of that nature. But I just think some of like the setups that were kind of like, like you said, it's kind of made to seem like this way or this way. I I wanted to just be more authentic. um, Right as a whole and not so set up for one. I would also say like me and Taj personally thrive outside of the salon setting, even like with travel clients or taking trips or going to events and things like that. And we would love for the cameras to like come with us to go see like the response and, and just like how the experience is when we are like, when Taj is on set with a celebrity client or when we're being special yes. guests invited to these different events and things of that nature. Um, so yeah, I think overall my sentiments are the same. I would just love to see more moving pieces and more authenticity into how our like everyday lives really actually kind of play out. 
Right. Yes. Oh and my gosh. I would love for you guys to actually get to know more of like Jamie's story. You'd be surprised. Like they spent a lot of Jamie's time. Like what most people just know about her is that this is her salon, but like a right. lot of people don't know her personal story, what she went through to get here and what her dreams and goals and focuses are. So I hope that they make DeMarco less of her storyline and focus more on like who she is because mm-hmm. she has her own like amazing triumph story and is still fighting to make it through. And I think people, women would benefit hearing more about that and less about it being about a man. No offense. No, right. of course, of course. I agree. Um, yes. And I know um, obviously like um, they obviously like her enough to like, you know, they liked her story enough to make this show. Um, and, you know, so I do agree. I think this, um, yeah, hopefully less to Marco. But like you said, yes. Oh, my gosh. When I saw the show announced, I was so excited for, like, the, um, like, you know, seeing you guys on set or seeing you guys at events or seeing you guys traveling. Like, actually, like, you know, the different sides and not as much about, like, um, I didn't know that it was going to be, like, just about, opening a salon and then talking about someone's personal business the whole right. time. And yeah, I was so excited because I used to love, um, I don't know if you, uh, I used to love LA hair when it was on. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yep. mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Yes. So like, that's what I was excited because there haven't been like recently there, they haven't had like the salon type reality shows out there. Um, because like, I know they had like Jersey licious, which was on, style network years ago which was a salon show then that got canceled like when that network went away and then LA hair obviously isn't around anymore so I was like so excited for like a new salon show and then I just I like the show don't get me wrong because I like you ladies and that kind of stuff but I just wish yeah like you said there was more there was a different dynamic in like I said I wish they would have shown you guys and said you guys like closed down your businesses because I feel that would have been more of like an interesting storyline to kind of focus on that and kind of see you guys um you're genuinely like really new people and I think it would have made like much more sense to fans instead of us just like them like saying you guys were friends and then you like so like when I watched the show I thought everyone just like came and I was like oh so they haven't like like where has the salon been if like where were they before the salon like were they just like waiting for like it to open up like what have they been doing I know with COVID and stuff so I was like so confused watching it at first but getting to you know kind of see the behind the scenes it makes much more sense so often <laughs> can watch yeah. it and kind of see it from a different lens <laughs> absolutely yes yes um but then personally for both of you um kind of I'm curious um about your guys's like personal lives like family kids that kind of stuff that obviously we didn't get to you know see on the show so um BB what about you um I was very strategic in keeping my personal life off of camera uh-huh. <laughs> um but I do have a significant other um okay. I don't have children or anything like that I'm not married um mm-hmm. And I think I will leave it right there at that. Right. That's totally fine. Yes. But then you're, so you're in Florida and you have your own business, right? Obviously people can yes. 
book you and stuff like that? Absolutely. So I'm in South Florida. Uh, my salon is in West Palm Beach. It's a beauty bar and boutique. Um, BB Desire Glam. Um, I'll come visit. I love Florida. <laughs> yes. So you have to come see me when you come in. Don't come now, though. We're like waiting to get hit by a tropical right. storm or a hurricane <laughs> or something. But <laughs> yes. but come, come. Yes, for sure. Okay, keep going. Sorry, I was just like, I need to come see this. That sounds so exciting. <laughs> no, so it's a it's a um a luxury custom one stop shop for all your beauty desires. That's what we aim to do. Um, I try to give a very authentic, um, intimate, one to one kind of feel um i believe that everybody should have like a celebrity type treatment or feel in their life um and so we do makeup lashes waxing brows um again i have a boutique that carries sizes small to 3xl um Mm -hmm. and also accessories we do beauty products so um we kind of we do it all um out here and then so the vegas part kind of comes into like when we're out in vegas and um baby doll couture is Mm -hmm. where i usually post up shop and handle clients out there um but i think that's my like personal stuff on this end yes taj what about you i am originally born and raised in the bay area in california um i've been here forever (laughs) I am single, no children yet. So I'm on the market, single and mingling. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no children. Um, and I also own a luxury salon here in Berkeley, California, the Styles by Taj Collection. Um, full service. We do hair, makeup, um, bridal. We do photo shoots. I'm also a celebrity hair and makeup artist. So I do a lot of traveling and, you know, tours and things like that. Um, inside of my salon, we carry luxury lashes. We carry, um, virgin hair. I have a hair collection. Um, yeah. So I'm just shaking and moving here in Cali and shaking some things up. I just had my four year anniversary in the salon location I'm in now. I've had this location for about four years now. Prior to that, I've had multiple locations over the last like 10 years. So, yeah, I that's think that's so what a lot of people don't understand about me and BB, that we've already been so established for a very long time. And that's what made us selling factors for the show because of our expertise and our experience and what our brand, our existing brands already represented. Right. No, of course. But yeah. congrats to you both on all of your successes. That's so exciting. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Okay. Oh, and we have a live podcast together called the Bougie Breakdown. Yeah, the name was deemed by the show. It started with Super Size Salon, where we would just break down the different episodes after and try to give the fans the behind the scenes that they didn't see to help make the episodes make sense from our perspective. But now we've just continued it on, and so every Sunday we go live. Um, on anything bougie breakdown platform um we're on instagram twitter facebook youtube and um we just discuss things that like anything we we really just discuss anything but we try to focus on like stuff that we wish would have been discussed more on the show for the times where we are having conversations like real life issues um 
that women, black women, plus size women, like, et cetera, go through, deal with um, in everyday life that, you know, a lot of times people kind of just brush under the rug or don't discuss fully or don't have those open discussions and dialogues about. So, right. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, for sure. Um, yes. Okay. I'm curious if either of you had the opportunity like to do a show, um, you know, featuring just your salon and kind of the dynamics that go on in there, would you guys, would either of you guys be interested in that? Or you kind of, obviously you kind of like not, that's kind of obviously like a very like business oriented place and you wouldn't really want like drama and stuff going on in there. Um, I, I think we're both pretty open to that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And even for, for season sure. two, what I would like, just to add on to what we would like to see, I would love for, yeah. you know, because the, the season ended out with us all saying, yes, we are here to stay. We're going to give baby doll a, a fighting chance and, you know, stick it out. I would love to see next season that the cameras do come home with everyone and, you know, come to California with me and see my everyday life, see my salon, see me figuring out, do I want to keep my salon? Do I want to move all completely to Vegas? Like, I think that w- giving more backstory next season and allowing mm-hmm. us to show, hey, I do have a salon. This is how my salon is operating. This is why my standards are what they are, you know, would just make an overall better storyline for everyone. So I would definitely be open for them to come out here and, you know, see what's really going on. Yes. Oh my gosh, I would love that. Um, I know, right? I I agree. And even on when we're on the bougie breakdown, the fans on there tell us like what they want to see. And we all want to see Taj is going to kill me. I need you to say, Lord, we all want to see For the Love of Taj or some kind of like Taj dating show where like, I'm like, yes, I could be her winging and help her select Mr. Right and help her find the husband that she deserves. Um, what was another good one? Oh, they said they would love to see a BB on the road, kind of like yes, on the road. We were like with this big, like mobile bus, just traveling mm-hmm. around and pulling up on the women all across the country, giving them transformations and just Ooh. like following the journey on that. And I was like, listen, I'm here for all of it, all the ideas. Love that! Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that would be so awesome. Because yes, I I think that would be great, and I think you both are. Um, very interesting people. And I think, yeah, I think getting to focus on you guys would be really exciting. Um, And the other thing that I was just curious about, were you guys at all like frustrated? I mean, obviously it's for TV and stuff, but like, you know, at the end of the season, they had that, like um, she had that like um, wedding, like freedom wedding and stuff. Are you guys frustrated? Like (laughs) that the cheat, sometimes there's like things like that that are so cheesy that like in like I don't know it's just like kind of annoying I don't know (laughs) I think it's a nice sentiment but yeah I hated it I hated the whole thing I I hated it so bad I tried to pull out they literally had to flex the whole contract card on me like you are contractually obligated they had to pull that one because I was trying to get out of that yes (laughs) as like hard as I could I just was like what is happening? But yeah, I think there's definitely, I think one of the things that if I could tell viewers on any kind of reality show, I can't speak for them all. Right. But there are certain things that just are not up to us. 
and they're right. not decided yeah. by us. We don't come up with them. And some of those things, it's like you're put in situations where I think it's more for viewer reaction and, you know, viewer participation or engagement kind of things. And so mm-hmm. some things you just have to like, I just, some things you just got to take with a grain of salt, I think. But right to answer your question, I think it can be kind of like, I think for me, our show was pitched so heavily in the beginning that it was going to be authentic to who we were. And I Mm -hmm. think maybe there's a middle ground that even in that still happens. In my mind, I was just like, okay, so if I wouldn't normally do this or be a part of something in my real life, then I don't got to do it. And they were like, no, 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 that's not what we mean. Like, (laughs) there's going to be situations that you're not going to like that you still have to show up for because you are in a contract to do so. But we want you to be yourself in this scenario, but you don't get the option to kind of opt out of the scenario, if that makes sense. And so right, I think a lot of times you see us just doing the best that we can and managing the situation that we're in, the best that we know how to in the moment for what's going on. But when you right. get to know us more outside of the show and behind the cameras, you'll realize that there's a lot of stuff that like just normally wouldn't be what we would gravitate to or what we would affiliate ourselves with. Right. No, of course. Of course. Um, Taj, do you have anything to add? Um, yeah. Like I said, I'm going to try to go with the flow, but I definitely was frustrated because there were so many other scenes that got cut out or shortened because the storyline evolved into being so surrounded about the DeMarco situation. And it was like things that could have made the show so much better got cut. And we ended up with no time for, because we're focusing on this, this guy. And I'm just like, this is so whack to me. Like we had all kind of like outings planned. I think we wanted to do like ATVs. Like I had a date set up that we were supposed to go on. Y'all were supposed to go on a date with me. We were supposed to do like, if we had just so much fun, other interesting stuff that could have been so much better, but it got cut because they had to wrap up that storyline with him, you know? So we had to focus so heavily on her relationship towards the end that a lot of other stuff just couldn't be shown. So it definitely was frustrating to say the least. Yes, no, for sure. Um, Okay, lastly, I'm curious from both of you, what's a moment from filming this show and it can be something that happened off camera that we didn't get to see or um, just anything. Um, Is there a moment from this first season that you that's like your favorite moment or favorite memory um Taj I can yeah start with you um my favorite moment (laughs) I know mine yes BB yes okay I wonder I was waiting to see if me and Taj are gonna say the same thing go B you go first then I was going to say, so just to reference around the time, you guys see, okay, Taj and me go on a girls' night date on the show. It gets gets cut really, really short, and you only see two seconds. So you don't know. My significant other actually came to town, and he's in the scene very quickly. But the, the scene is not my favorite. So he was here for with us in Vegas for a weekend. He stayed for a weekend, and... Um, 
Taj and him knew each other, but because we live in different coasts, they had never met. And so it was their first time like meeting in person, not on FaceTime, not over the phone. And right. we all went out. And this was all off camera. Uh, well, the the date night that we had, the original one, that was on camera. You guys just don't get to see the full thing. But then we like went out on our own off camera. Yes. And they had <laughs> no comment. Been... <laughs> no comment. <laughs> oh, I was so excited. I made Taj. So me and him decide we're going to wear flannel. Taj comes down in like army fatigue. And I'm like, no, we're doing flannel today. So now we're outside in Vegas living our best lives. We go down to Fremont. We look like a thruplet. We all got our matching flannels on. Right. And oh. we, go to, we go to Guy Figueroa's restaurant. We eat really Ooh. good. We go get on the, the high roller, that big, huge Ferris wheel. And we, we're getting drinks. And we're just like wandering around having the best time. We just had, when I tell you, like, such a blast that night. And I think we just, we were all just open to exploring. And I was like, I got my two favorite people <laughs> in the same city at the same time. We're all matching. And I just was like, it was the hype. If you know me, it's to know I love a good coordination. Like, I love a good, like, Destiny's Child, let's coordinate outfits kind of thing. Lord. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was just so, they both entertained me that night and just went with the flow. And I think that was like one of my favorite like nights in Vegas that or weekends that like overall just was like such a good time. It felt like home for me for the first time, um, having like someone from my home and then someone from my new home all together. And um, it was just one of those nights that I like won't forget from our experience or time being there. Yes. Okay, Taj, um, do you have That was moment? definitely a night to remember. I won't, it was definitely like one of my favorite moments outside of filming. Um, it got a little too turnt. Oh. <laughs> you know, I'm a lightweight, so to speak. So it, it just like, they definitely pushed me um, to be more outgoing, just like, right. you know. And then me being the single one, you know, us all being in flannel just wasn't my thing because people were thinking we were all a couple. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so <laughs> I wasn't really a fan of that part because I'm trying to be out here, you know, single and mingling. And we all look like we we together. Right. Um, but it was definitely a time. We had a time that night. Um, but for me, I would say one of my favorite things about the season, I can't pinpoint one, but I loved every single episode just waiting for me and B to walk in and see our fashion. <laughs> yes, <you guys laughs> I love seeing our little cat walk through the door and to see what how we coordinated or, you know, what the mood was. Like what you guys don't really realize or what the audience doesn't realize is we didn't get to see the show prior. We don't see it until you right. see it. So basically it was like us going down memory lane sometimes. And I was like, oh, I love that outfit or we look so cute. Like it was just like, I love seeing the fashion and how all of us girls just came together and, you know, showed a different side of big girls, you know? Right. One where yes. we're more confident and we loving on ourselves and we're not afraid to push the envelope and be stylish and like unapologetically just confident. Like I love that part. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Well, yeah, yes. Definitely. Well, I'm hopeful that um, uh, TV listens and that season two comes and um, we get to see kind of some different sides of everyone which that's so exciting so yeah <laughs> but yes um, 
Yes. Okay. Well, thank you both so much for doing this. It was so much fun chatting with thank you. Yes, yes. Uh, thank you so much for having us. You were such a pleasure. It's so nice when you get to do an interview with someone that you can tell actually watched the show and was kind of had their own personal investment. So I really appreciate it. No, I, I love it. Yes. Yeah. I'm so excited. And if I'm ever in either of your areas, I'd love to come see your salons. I'm so that's yeah. so... or you can come see us in Vegas season two, boo. Yes, yes. Well, keep me updated on that. <laughs> Period. Yes, yes, absolutely. Thank yes. you so much. Keep me updated on season two for sure. Thank you guys so much for listening to my interview with BB and Taj from Supersized Salon on WeTV. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you want more reality talk, please follow our social media. It's at Reality Talk Podcast on Instagram. Or you could tweet with me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at JacksonSeth35. And if you liked this interview, please leave a review. It would mean so, so much to me. But anyway, thank you guys so, so much for all of the love and support. I love you guys, and I'll see you guys next week. Oh, 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 oh,